For a limited time at Sprint, get $50 for each new phone you lease when you switch. That's right. You'll get $50 for each new phone on a prepaid MasterCard issued by MetaBank member FDIC. Just register for the card online and you're good to go. Get a network built for unlimited and a great price at Sprint. It's the best of both worlds. And get $50 on a prepaid MasterCard for each phone you lease. Visit a Sprint store this weekend only for sizzling Sprint Saturday deals. Card terms, conditions, and expiration apply. Welcome to the Passionpreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan C. Green. Welcome to the Passionpreneurs. I am Ryan Green. We're here to help you turn your passions into profitable enterprises. Welcome back to another uh, week, another show. I want to thank you for tuning in. If you've missed any of the past episodes or wanted more information on how to become a passionpreneur or you just want more resources on what it is that we do here, you can join us on www.thepassionpreneurs.com go there make sure you sign up for our email list follow us on social media i will join our facebook group you see it right there on the home page we have a private facebook group called the passionpreneurs where we go and we network and we discuss and we grow together and turn our passions into profitable enterprises so you can go ahead and join that as well then you can go to www.ryancgreen.com for more information on myself any resources uh, on myself and how to follow me there. And speaking of which, if you have been following this month, you know that for this month we are doing special episodes in celebration of the release of my sixth book, Leadership University. Leadership University is uh, 52 weekly leadership lessons on becoming a leader. Others will beg to follow. And uh, we've been going through different chapters in the book for this month uh, to I encourage you to go ahead and get the book and, uh, you know, leadership university. If you're growing as a leader and what I've done in this book is I've put all of my leadership lessons that I've taught in other books <clears throat> and I've put them into one book and I formed it into a weekly leadership uh, lesson. So it's kind of like class is it, is formulated in a similar to a college experience. So you have your freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, senior year, each year. Uh, year has 13 courses uh, for you to take so uh, what we've been doing is going through a few courses over the last couple of weeks and uh, we're going to finish out the month uh, doing such and today it's going to be a little different because I'm going to combine three uh, lessons into one show today and uh, you'll see why in a second it'll make sense in a second because they all are um, related okay so what I want the, the question and the, the show topic today, rather, is going to be three rules for dealing with people, three rules for dealing with people. And uh, as I've done before, I'm going to do this week as well. Uh, we're going to uh, go through uh, going to read the chapters to you. Then I'll add some more stuff on at the end uh, for the three rules dealing with people. Uh, we're going to start with uh, leadership 308, which is meet people where they are. Well, uh, here's, here's what I do. Here's what I do. 
I'm going to, uh, the three rules are simply this. I'll give you the three rules first, and then we'll go through it. Uh, rule number one is meet people where they are. Rule number two is accept people for who they are. And then rule number three is never compromise who you are. So that's meet people where they are, accept people for who they are, and never compromise who you are. All right, so let's go to, uh, let's start with meet people where they are. Uh, The greatest leaders are those who can meet people on their own level. Leaders who can genuinely understand and respect that everyone is at a different place in their lives and able to reach uh, more people. A college senior and a college freshman may go to the same school, but they are not going to be in the same place mentally. A millionaire CEO and a salaried employee may work for the same company, but they are not going to think on the same level. If you want to excel in your leadership ability, then you should start by learning to meet people on their level. I've always been good when it comes to dealing with children. People often wonder why little kids who may uh, be shy and reclusive with other adults often open up to me so eagerly. The answer is simple. I meet them where they are. I understand how intimidating it may be for a young child to have to look uh, at a, a big man over six feet tall, hovering over them saying, Coochie, coochie, coo. The first thing I do with a child is kneel down to their eye level. I then take off my grown-up hat and put on my little people hat and try to think like they would think. I begin to build rapport and trust with the young person at their level. And then once we have a bond, I can bring them up to my level by picking them up. Even as adults, people never lose that desire to have someone pick them up. As a leader, people are looking, asking, and oftentimes begging for you to pick them up. The problem is those who need the help are oftentimes turned off and intimidated by the big six-foot man standing over top of them saying, coochie, coochie, coo. As a leader, you must be able to kneel down and meet people where they are before you try to pick them up. Some of my books are heavier than others. Some of them are more fun, and it's just a matter of meeting people where they are. I know that some people like self-help books. Some people like fiction books. uh, So I try to do that, and what I do is meet people where they are. So hopefully by me meeting where you are, your life is improved and you are on your way to becoming a better leader. Accept people for who they are. I want to give you an assignment. I want you to take the weekend off and plan a trip to Florida to visit one of its many orange groves. I want you to pick two dozen of the biggest, ripest, sweetest, orangest oranges you can find and bring them back home with you. First thing on Monday morning, before you leave for work, I want you to fix yourself a nice pancake breakfast with your favorite breakfast meats, eggs, and hash browns. I want you to pull out those 24 oranges, pull out your juicer, and the biggest pitcher you have. I then want you with as much love as if you grew those oranges in your own backyard to begin squeezing each one into that pitcher and make yourself the best homemade pitcher of hand-squeezed apple juice you ever made does that seem like an impossible assignment no matter how well the scene is set or how perfect the surroundings it is still impossible to squeeze apple juice out of an orange even with the best and brightest oranges you cannot squeeze one micro drop of apple juice out of them so why as leaders do we try to do that with people why do we get so caught up trying to make studs out of duds in our business Poor leaders constantly shoot themselves in the foot trying to squeeze something out of people that will that was never inside of them. You cannot squeeze an administrative assistant out of a top salesperson. 
you'd have a hard time trying to squeeze a six foot ten power forward out of two parents who were less than five seven. And you might be wasting your time trying to squeeze a housewife out of an emergency room surgeon. Instead of trying to squeeze miracles out of nowhere, excellent leaders accept people for who they are and put them in the best situations to succeed. It is your job as a leader to discover the strengths of your people and use those strengths to benefit the organization. Trying to force people into roles they are not best suited for will only lead to frustration for you and them. You will constantly be running back into brick walls trying to put the puzzle together with the wrong pieces and eventually you will get tired of being forced to perform a task which they are not equipped to do. Once you learn the true character of an individual, you have to accept the fact that they are that person. You cannot force people to change. People only change when they are ready to, regardless of the benefits awaiting them for changing. You must avoid getting caught up with trying to save everyone. Some of the greatest potential lies within people who are so blind to the fact that they are special that no matter how you present it, they just will never see it. Accepting people for who they are does not mean you have to work with them. It simply means you understand that you are not the one who's going to change them. You then have to decide if that person, if the person they are now, as opposed to the person you want them to be, fits what you're trying to do. Never compromise who you are. With the competitive nature of business and leadership, sometimes you may be tempted to simply settle for good enough or to cut corners and get ahead. As I speak about integrity earlier in the book, you must never compromise who you are. This does not mean that you never compromise, but you can never compromise your morals, values, and beliefs for the sake of being gaining prestige, power, and or position. Your inner code of ethics sits at the core of what makes you who you are. If you begin to compromise that code, then you are compromising your entire identity. One argument I always try to stay out of is the argument of whether a successful black person is a sellout because they either appeal to a non-black base or they got ahead with the help of non-blacks. It's hard to tell the hard people whom you don't know, so I usually refrain from judgment and give them the benefit of the doubt. People such as Clarence Thomas, Condoleezza Rice, Oprah Winfrey, Tiger Woods, Michael Jackson, Barack Obama, and Armstrong Williams are just a few who have been labeled by black people nonetheless as not being black enough. At some point in their careers, this is something that has always bugged me because I, I've been black all my life and I still not found the book Everything You Needed to Know About Being Black Enough, nor have I read 101 Ways to Say it Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. How does being a black Republican, having a predominantly black non-black audience, or believing that some of the mess we find ourselves in really could be our own fault make you a sellout? Why are black people the only race that has not figured out that we need a strong presence in both political parties as, as a parties as a black person are we not worthy of impacting politics life and other world events in a way that white people and other non-blacks would find interesting and helpful to their lives is our only place of dominance really supposed to be limited to athletics and entertainment should not we be celebrating and claiming the compliment accomplishments and history making milestones of all of our black leaders regardless of whether we agree with their ideas and philosophies or not it is no wonder that the next great black leader has not arrived since Martin Luther King. He or she is probably afraid of not being black enough for the people who is really guilty of compromising anyway. Ever since the first slave ship left Africa, black people have been forced to compromise who we are. We were forced to compromise our royalty as kings and queens of the world to be sold as slaves. We were forced to compromise our ancestors names and take on names of our slave masters. We were forced to compromise our family structure by being sold on an auction block to the highest bidder. We were forced to compromise our education by acting like we were dumb and could not read. 
We were forced to compromise our dignity by enduring the Jim Crow laws of the South. We were forced to compromise so much just to survive that far too many of us have no clue anymore who we really are. But even through all of that, our forefathers still fought so that we could have a brighter future. Today, we have more opportunity than ever to make a positive impact on the rest of the world, and yet we waste time fighting with one another over our black card status. In leadership, it does not matter what race you are, but you must strive to reach and help as many people as God blesses you to reach. It is more important that you find and stay true to yourself rather than getting caught up trying to hit an acceptable mark of some fictitious sliding scale validation from any one group. A leader must be willing to stand firm on his beliefs, be willing to defend them against the toughest opposition, and most importantly, never compromise them for anyone. So th- there was three things that we that we just went through on how to deal with people. You know, understanding you got to meet people where they are. You have to be uh, attainable. You have to be able. People have to be able to touch you as a leader. They have to know that you have their their best interests at your heart. You have to be able to understand who they are. You know, the biggest disconnect we see in politics is that because you have politicians uh, on one level trying to tell other people who uh, will never get to their level what what what's best for them. People who've never been in uh, uh, those experiences. Let's look at the uprising that we saw that happened in Baltimore uh, last year. And and what was that about? It was about people who felt like they had been disenfranchised, not listened to, and no one reached out to where they were. And at some point they exploded and said, you're going to listen to me today. So understanding as a leader, you have to understand what your people want. And the only way to find that out is by meeting them where they are now. After that, you have to accept people for who they are. We, You can't change people. You cannot force someone to be something that they don't want to be. So as you uh, deal with people, as you deal, and this is not just in business, but even in personal relationships, uh, understand that people are going to show you who they are. And once they show you who they are, you better believe them. If someone tells you, uh, someone hits you, then guess what? They hit people. Don't give them an excuse about, oh, well, maybe it was this or oh he was upset or he was mad or I shouldn't have done this. No, if someone beats on you, then guess what? They beat on women. They beat on people no matter what. You can't change that. So you have to accept them for who they are. And what I mean by that, does you're not going to stay. It doesn't mean you stay with someone. It doesn't mean you keep doing business with someone who uh, is, is stealing from you. But it means that you can't change them. So you have to accept that this is who this person is. This is who this person has revealed themselves to be to me. And I have to make the decision of can I deal with this? Am I willing to uh, live with the consequences of continuing to have this person in my life, in my relationships, in my business, in my circle? You have to take deal to do that. You have to make those decisions. And that's where leaders have to make the tough decisions on who to keep and who to get rid of. You know, it doesn't it doesn't always you know, mean that you don't like someone doesn't mean that you're going to judge them forever doesn't mean that uh some certain circumstances doesn't mean that uh you're not going to be friends anymore it just means that i can't have you in this capacity in my life anymore and you have to do that and then finally never compromise who you are never compromise who you are you know the the bible says that the love of money is the is the root of all evil uh when you allow things to uh dictate your your patterns and 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 you allow circumstances to rule your actions then you compromise who you are you have to be steadfast uh and unmovable and knowing who you are and never change from that you can never compromise who you are for a quick fix for a you know fast gain for some kind of upliftment 
because if you compromise yourself today, where does it stop? When's the next time? What, what What's going to happen next time when that same kind of opportunity comes? What, what do you compromise then? So you have to always stay true to who you are uh, because, two, when you compromise who you are, you let down the people who trust you. And when you lose that trust, when, you know, they come and something, when, when it all hits the fan and when someone, if people find out that uh, you weren't who you said you were, you, you, you can't, you can't get that back. It takes a long time to get that back. You know, we just recently saw, uh, you know, the whole situation with the Lakers uh, with um, uh, Russell, D'Angelo Russell and, and, and Nick Young. You know, uh, regardless of what you think about what should have happened in that situation, how it should have played out, D'Angelo Russell violated the trust, you know, and, and he compromised who he was for who knows what reason. And you look at that as a, how how hard is it going to be able to get that trust back? You know, uh, you got to accept people for who they are. Someone showed you that they can't be trusted. You've got to accept that for who they are and, and decide what you want to do with that and how you're going to move forward with that person in your life. So you never want to be in that situation. As a leader, you never want to find yourself trying to apologize and ask people for forgiveness for something that you could have prevented. Okay. Something that was against uh, who you were. All right. It doesn't mean you won't make mistakes, but when it comes to character, you can't really afford to make too many of those mistakes. So hopefully you got something from that. If you like what you heard, you want to go and get a copy of the uh, Leadership University for yourself. Go ahead, go to www.ryancgreen.com. That's green with the E. Pick up a copy of Leadership University. Uh, you might even see some other books on there that you like. You can pick up a copy of those as well. Uh, have a buy two, get three, for, uh, buy two books. You get a third book for free. So you can go and get the whole collection if you like. Uh, but I look forward to talking to you next week. We're going to continue. We got one more week of Leadership University. Uh, Then we'll go back to uh, some other passionpreneur uh, subjects. Uh, But I look forward to talking to you next week. I thank you for your support. Uh, Make sure you share the podcast with your friends. Go ahead and tell other people about the show. Uh, Look forward to talking to you soon. All right. God bless. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Passionpreneurs Podcast, a production of Greenhouse Media. To listen to past episodes and to subscribe to our email list, visit www.thepassionpreneurs.com. I'm Ryan C. Green. Thanks for listening.